Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the podcast. We have a continuation of a topic today. Last episode, we talked about excuses. Now, I want to drill down just a little bit deeper into excuses because we are approaching, well, 2021 and New Year's resolutions. And this is important to me, not because I'm a resolution guy. I don't, I don't like the, I guess, the prescription of keeping change or improvement within the context of a calendar year. But I am a fan of improving and making commitments to ourselves. And if someone thinks that it's better or easier or more convenient to make resolutions in the beginning of the year, I'm all in. I'm all for it. But I want to challenge each of you to think about the excuses we make and go on a literal diet, meaning I am going to consume fewer excuses in 2021 than I did in 2020. And, you know, we, we made the COVID excuse this year. This was the year of COVID. I, I would have had a better, well, I would have had a better year if it weren't for COVID. I would have had more sales. I would have closed more deals. I would have done whatever if it weren't for COVID. And my, I guess my thoughts in the last episode, were, we're getting pandemic fatigue. We're, we should be at a point where excuses are no longer tolerated, and particularly the COVID excuse. I'm sick and tired of hearing amazing people blame COVID for their lack of success. So let's talk about what we need to be relentless about in the coming year. It's 2021, just a few days away. Being different in 2021 well, it requires change. What are you willing to change to be different? And here's a more important question. How can you improve without changing? Everybody's heard of the definition of insanity. That is doing the same things over and over and expecting different results. Hmm. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. That is the definition of insanity. Because if you keep doing the same things, you're going to keep getting the same results. And listen to this. Psychologists place excuse making in the self-handicapping category. Meaning that we handicap ourselves with excuses. And you've heard me use the analogy that excuses and blame are like literal weights that we carry all day because you can't do anything with them other than carry them. And by letting go of excuses, by letting go of blame, you are liberated to move forward. It is the behavior we express that hurts our performance and motivation. So why do we make excuses? 
why is time the most common reason for making excuses? And, and moreover, think about this question. Why don't we make time to improve our situation? Does misery love company? Listen to this. I don't have time to be healthier. I don't have time to be happier. Or I don't have time to be more successful in life. I want you to think of time as money. We all get 168 hours a week. Each week we are gifted 168 hours for the new week. And with a few exceptions like boot camp or prison, we get to choose how we spend those hours. It's our choice. Just like $168, you get to choose how you spend it. We get 168 hours. When we sleep eight hours a night, we end up with 112 hours left to make the magic happen in life. Subtract another 40 hours for work, and we get 72 hours or three days to change the world each week. Magic can happen in three days. As a business coach, time is the most common excuse I receive. You don't have time. Well, guess what? In reality, you choose not to make time. And think of work. Work expands to fill the period available for completion. You know this as Parkinson's Law. Parkinson's Law said that work expands to fill its allotted time. And we're good at growing the estimated time to complete something. <laughs> we intuitively build in a fudge factor for almost everything in life. It's just a normal human thing to do. We block time in larger segments and then wonder why we run out of time each day. Now I want you to open your mind to this. This next statement, I want, I want you to open your mind. But what if? What if we scheduled 17 minutes for meetings instead of one-hour sessions? What if we just arbitrarily picked a number? We're going to schedule 17 minutes for this meeting instead of one-hour sessions. Well, lo and behold, the first excuse has suffered. You're probably saying, John, there is no way to have my production meetings in 17 minutes. It is impossible. Or is it? If you told your five-person team to provide a two-minute situation update ahead of time, ahead of the meeting, could they do it? In other words, each of the five people get two minutes to give you an update on what's going on in their departments. It leaves you five minutes to summarize what you've heard and adjourn. 
So of course the answer is yes, they can do it. And now you're probably thinking, but John, how effective would it be? Two minutes each? 120 seconds? So here's another interesting tidbit. You can contract almost any work if you decide to do so. So if you mandate 17 minute meetings, the result will contract to fit the time. Now here's the reality. You will likely need to schedule another follow-up 17 minute with someone that needed more time. But look at this in the aggregate. That's 34 minutes of your time and everyone else's time instead of one hour. But it's only for the other people that needed extra time. The rest of them only used 17 minutes. Wow. You get the point. When you default to 17 minutes, the way you organize your day changes. Your expectations change and your mindset will change with it. The expansion and contraction of time is your choice. You default to one hour because it's habitual. It isn't necessary. It's just a selection. You can choose any unit of time and hold 23-minute meetings. It's just a number. 26-minute, 29-minute, 24-minute, 13-minute. It's just a number. The problem is habituation. You don't have time to exercise. Exercise is another excuse. You can have a great cardio workout in 21 minutes. You can burn those shoulders in 16 minutes. You can smoke those legs in only 11 minutes. Again, it's just a choice to be made. And we have prescripted units of time based on past habits or standard practices. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Control your time by using Hortzman's corollary and you will be amazed how much work you can accomplish in smaller blocks of time. Do this methodically and you will have more time to react to events that may need an undetermined amount of time to, disease, to, 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 to achieve desired outcomes. For example, if you have to brainstorm something, you may not know how long that's gonna take but you will have more time to have those sessions that have an unknown outcome. The bottom line is I want you to be as protective as time as you are of your money. Every day, people will give up 20 minutes in overextended meetings without any consideration. And they do it multiple times each day. Do you give $20 to everyone in business meetings daily? Why give them an extra 20 minutes of your time? What is the difference? You're still paying from your 168 hours that you received earlier in the week. It's just like money. So there are five reasons we make excuses about time and other things in our lives. And I'm going to give you those five here today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you get automatic updates whenever I drop another episode. So here are the five reasons. Number one, 
We default to familiarity. We default to what is familiar to us. And instead of pushing through change boundaries with new habits, we stick to the past and what feels familiar. It's just easy. We've always done one-hour meetings. Hmm. Here's number two. We doubt ourselves. Enthusiasm for change gets replaced when your inner voice tells you it may not work or people will think you are strange for scheduling 33-minute meetings. <laughs> your five-person team, you get six minutes each and I got three minutes to recap. Before you realize it, you have defaulted to past practices with a short memory and a mouthful of excuses to do so. Reason number three, fear. Fear of change is the third reason you make excuses. Change requires being out of our comfort zone. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of mistakes, and fear of judgment are legitimate human feelings. What if someone laughs behind my back for scheduling a 17-minute meeting? Get the point? The need for approval and acceptance is vital in everyone. Yes, it's awkward when you do something different. But imagine the potential in your week. Here's the fourth reason. You're not prepared. When you plan to change, Feeling ready is a key factor that helps you take action. Once you've prepared the steps, you can take to move things along. Leaping is the next step. Get prepared and just take the leap. And you may not be 100%. You may not be 100% ready. And it will feel awkward at first. So make a list of what you need to feel more prepared to move your plans forward. What actions can you actually take to implement that will help build your confidence to take the leap? Here's number five. Reasons we make excuses. Number five. Motivation. Motivation is the final reason you make excuses. So I want you to be aware of what drives you and tap into those feelings to avoid forcing yourself to connect with ideas that don't resonate with you. When you stay tied to your motivators and review them regularly to ensure they remain relevant to you, you put yourself in a position to follow through on your goals. It's like reminding yourself, why do you go to the gym? Why do you work on your cardio? Why do you work on your physical strength? Someone shared a picture that I saw today of two women, 74 years old, 74 years old, two of them. One of them was in a wheelchair. The other stood with abs showing, flexing her muscles. They're both 74. And I'm not saying people are the same, but do you think the motivation and the way they approach their 168 hours a week are vastly different. 
And if you can't get the motivation yourself, you can always hire a coach to create a plan of action and maintain your momentum. There are many things you can be relentless about in 2021. You can be relentless about your health. You can be relentless about your wealth. And you can be relentless about your happiness. These are standard in the traditions of resolutions. But none will occur if you make excuses because you don't have time. Making time to be healthy is essential. Making time to learn can make you wealthy. Having time to do what you enjoy and spending time with the people you love can make you happy. Choose how you spend your time. It is one of the few things you have control if you decide to do so. Commit to sticking to your excuse diet. I'm not saying eliminate excuses altogether. I'm not saying go on an excuse fast. I'm saying make the effort to reduce the number of excuses you consume in 2021. If you do so, you will have precious time. This podcast is about going big. It's about people crazy enough to schedule 17-minute meetings or 33-minute meetings or six-minute meetings or whatever. People crazy enough to change the world, to go to Mars, to change how we live on this planet. And you know, it just seems like the people who are crazy are also the ones that figure out a way to win. A lot of sheep in the world just following the crowd. I want you to be crazy enough to win in 2021. Make excuses much rarer in your life. I want to thank you for being such a loyal listener. We have listeners all over the world. Thank you for making this podcast a part of your life. January will be a full year, 96 episodes in a year. I can't believe it's gone by so fast. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And if you want to get a hold of me, the best way to do that is through johngrubs.com. That's J-O-H-N-G-R-U-B-B-S.com. You can get in touch with me there. You can, I even give away a book. If you, if you just go there, you can get a free book. One of the books that I've written on leadership and servant leadership, you can have that book for free. You can download it as a PDF file or as a Mobi file. If you read your books on Kindle, I have tons of articles that you can read. I have links to many, many videos that you can view. This podcast will also exist on my YouTube channel. So you can go there and watch this if you want to see what goes on outside of the context of, of your podcasting platform. Share this podcast. Share this information with people you love. Many people in your circle of influence are going to be making New Year's resolutions. Maybe, maybe this can help someone you love. Maybe this can help you so that you influence someone you love. Happy New Year.